Hello and welcome to the Chorus and the Chaos podcast. My name is Blake and hey, I'm just coming at you guys uh, with a little bonus episode. Hopefully to give you some encouragement. You know, there is the reality in life that there are difficult people all around us. Uh, As we grow up as kids, uh, oftentimes our parents tell us to just avoid people that maybe cause us problems, but what do we do when those difficult people move in next door? The morning of uh, July 5th of this year, I woke up after just a few hours of pretty disturbed sleep. Um, July 4th, that night, uh, really the rocket's red glare and the bombs bursting in the air gave proof through the night that my neighbors had purchased a truckload of illegal fireworks. So I live in Oregon, and in Oregon, basically all of the good fireworks are not lawful. Basically, if it shoots up in the air, it's a no-go in our state. And that means, to quote uh, a formative movie scene from my childhood, no black cats, no Roman candles, no screaming memes, no lady fingers, no fuzz buttles, snicker bombs, church burners, finger blasters, gut busters, zippity doodahs, or crap flappers. No whistling bungholes, no spleen splinters, no whisker biscuits, no honky lighters, no husker deuce, husker don'ts, cherry bombs, nipsy dazers, with or without the scooter stick, or one single whistling kitty chaser. Despite the prohibition, Every year, thousands of Oregonians cross into Washington and into Idaho to stock up on their pyrotechnic prizes and bring them back over the state line. And every single year, several fires break out all over our beautiful state. The law is disregarded, actually to such a degree, that our local police, where I live, put out a statement this year discouraging people from even calling in illegal firework usage. So, about 10 p.m. on the 4th, uh, there's this haze of uh, sulfur lingering around my house, kind of in the neighborhood. Uh, And our neighborhood is, uh, 4th of July is kind of a big holiday. For the most part, people keep it legal, but there's always, you know, skyrockets and things uh, that are being shot off. Well, that lingering kind of sulfuric smoke uh, began giving way to this bellowing wood smoke. And what we discovered was that an overgrown field uh, that's adjacent uh, to my property uh, had caught fire. Uh, The neighbor who lives next to us in a a rental, uh, the neighbor's rockets uh, had been carried by the wind and actually deposited uh, onto this waiting overgrown brushy lot so my wife and i uh we get on our uh, on our phones we get this pulse point that there's a fire truck on the way there's a fire broken out we look out the backyard we see the flames everything so we rush out with a couple lengths of garden hose and fire extinguishers to meet this inferno that is approaching our property line now thinking about it it must have been a pretty comical sight uh somewhat like charging hell with a squirt gun Uh, But anyway, the fire department arrives, puts out the blaze, and monitors it for a little bit, and then they speed off to one of the other 10 active fires in our town that night. And so as soon as the fire truck leaves, the fireworks start up again. And as I step out on the front porch uh, to go 
talk to the neighbors about their star-spangled recklessness. Uh, a mortar in their driveway is lit. It flies up about four feet in the air and then detonates, and it singes uh, the face of the guy who lights it off. And so I'm just sitting there kind of witnessing this whole thing. And there's this brief panic uh, with everybody that was there. Uh, there's some yelling, and then the yelling and the panic breaks way into a tearful um, alcohol-induced hugs among the participants. Um, as I paused on the porch, I assumed that starting a brush fire and having his eyebrows cremated off of his face would have ended the fun, but it did not. So collecting every shred of uh, cool-headedness I could muster, I walked next door, and I expressed my concerns to the guy uh, who is, again, renting uh, in this duplex that's next to us. He had just moved in, so we hadn't really gotten a chance to meet, and this really was not an ideal first contact. Uh, he claimed to have been unaware of the brush fire and the amount of smoldering debris that was actually dropping onto our property. Uh, his initial kind of abrasive demeanor fueled by liquid courage, of course, gave way to normal conversation and body language as we talked. Uh, after a few minutes, he agreed to stop shooting the propelled rockets. We shook hands, and I went home. But about 20 minutes later, zoom, pop, zoom, pop, 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 you know, I mean, you know, you know, the familiar sounds. This goes on until just before 1 a.m. So what do we do with difficult neighbors? You know, as I was thinking through this, uh, I wouldn't say that I'm an expert, but I think God's word has things uh, to say on this subject. Uh, I'm just sharing really the things that kind of helped me through uh, the last 24 hours <laughs> since the 4th of July. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is that we need to be asking ourselves when we are dealing with difficult neighbors, and this goes even beyond the neighbor issue, it goes into coworkers and schoolmates and family members and things like that. Uh, but we have to ask, what is God trying to teach me? So if I'm a believer, what is God trying to teach me? Uh, asking this question will be the key to how we conduct ourselves in confrontation. Uh, much like our family members, we don't get to choose who moves in next door. But since we believe that God is sovereign and he only acts with purpose, so Psalm 115.3, Romans 8.28, tell us those things. Believers can rest assured that he has a reason for this particular person's proximity. And that just, that little Baptist alliteration there at the end just uh, made my heart flutter. Maybe there are some character flaws or sinful attitudes in you uh, that the Lord is trying to work out. And opportunities for patience and mercy, love, or even boldness are on the menu and your rotten neighbor is serving them up in abundance. Now, certainly, uh, this is part of conforming me to Christ's image, Romans eight twenty nine. And perhaps my Christian conduct uh, would even be the thing uh, that is used as a witness toward this individual, Matthew 5, 16. 
And so I would just say this, brothers and sisters, on the surface, uh, don't let this difficult neighbor go to waste. Uh, This divinely arranged appointment may be for your good and your neighbor's good or their condemnation and God's glory. So we got to ask, what is God trying to teach me? I think secondly, we need to seek godliness over what feels good in the moment. Uh, To many folks in our world, Every day is an opportunity to get into a new unnecessary fight or problem. I mean, just look at the comment section. Uh, The Christian mindset, though, should be one of godly character in confrontation. Uh, Though not an exhaustive list, I I think there's a few scriptures uh, that are helpful. And again, they were personally helpful to me uh, as I was chewing on this event. Uh, the first one is, of course, Proverbs 15, 1, that a soft answer turns away wrath. Uh, I could have absolutely unloaded on this guy. He had started a fire. Uh, fiery debris is dropping onto my property. He said that he would stop and chose then not to once I went back into the house. I could have berated him in front of his kids. I could have threatened him. I could have cussed him out. I could have put my uh, orange camo Crocs into sport mode. And we could have had an absolute upper middle trash brouhaha, which in his intoxicated state, he may have been happy to oblige. Uh, But to what end is that? Uh, Would it resolve the problem? Uh, Would it show Christ-like dignity? Would it lead to more productive conversation down the road? Would it have been a good example to his teens uh, who were listening on as, as he and I talked? Would it have been a good example to my children uh, who were in bed at the time? Uh, but no doubt would have, if things, gone, if things would have gone south, uh, would have asked what happened to daddy's face when they woke up the next morning. No, the flesh is constantly clawing at us to respond in wickedness, to to respond in a fleshly way, to somehow seek justice or what we perceive as justice, which is oftentimes confused with revenge now. But the reality is often the right response is not the easy one. So choosing not to escalate the situation by acting a fool and running my mouth off, I think ultimately was honoring to Christ, even though I didn't get my way and the fireworks didn't stop. Second verse that I found helpful, Romans 12, 18, if it is possible, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. You know, sometimes the difficult people in your life simply will not stop being difficult. Uh, The Brady Bunch ending doesn't always happen. The lessons aren't always learned in the life of the difficult neighbor. But it is important for us, uh, brothers and sisters, to remember what our responsibility is as believers. And our primary responsibility, of course, is to honor Christ. Uh, The attitude of the peacemaker is to live peaceably, to strive for peace, to promote peace to others. Uh, another verse that comes to mind is Romans twelve nineteen. Never take your own revenge, beloved, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay. Um, perhaps, this is a, perhaps this is a me problem, but I legitimately struggle with retaliatory thoughts. Uh, it has been one of the longest standing battles in my Christian life. 
And it's helpful for me to remember that it is not my place to pursue unlawful and wicked means of revenge. Now, that's not to say that legal means of dealing with problems are off limits. If people are, for example, consistently speeding down my street, a legal means of dealing with that issue is contacting the authorities, seeing if they'll post uh, an extra officer or one of those uh, speed uh, limit detector things. Uh, maybe you could campaign for a speed bump to be put in or something like that. There are lots of legal means to handling the issue. And illegal means would be, well, for example, ordering a spike strip from Amazon and like some neighborhood Batman taking justice into your own hands. I figure as a believer, I can leave room for God's justice in big and small conflicts. And I can trust that the Lord of all the earth will do right in his timing. I think another, uh, another thing, not only should we ask, you know, Lord, what are you trying to teach me? Uh, not only should we seek uh, godliness over what feels good in the moment, but I do think there is something to this as well. Talk to your difficult neighbor. Now, though it's not a perfect carryover, I believe there are elements of the church discipline process that we see in Matthew 18 that can be applied here. Uh, so, for example, does your neighbor's dog uh, keep making uh, unwanted deposits on your lawn? Let's, let's put it that way. Before calling the authorities or talking to other neighbors, or passive-aggressively posting you know, pictures of doggy doo-doo in your neighborhood Facebook group, or leaving a nasty note on their door, or booby-trapping your yard, or building an eight-foot electric fence, or whatever. Try talking to your difficult neighbor. You know, it just may work. The benefit of grace says that they may just need a friendly contact, and a kind face, and a general request to stop their wrong behavior, or, or should I say, to fix the problem. A few years ago, uh, one of my neighbors kindly asked if I could trim back one of our hedges uh, that was in our front yard so that she could see the road more easily while pulling out of her driveway. Now, I had no idea that it was causing an issue, uh, but she made a kind request, and I was happy to trim it back. If I had refused, it would have been right, I believe, and lawful for her to contact the city to report an obstruction uh, of view for the road. I think we should look for opportunities to show undeserved kindness to our difficult neighbor. Wave Greet them, give them holiday cards and cookies, uh, whatever you're able to do. Think about how kind Christ has been to us in all of our stupidity. In innumerable acts of unfathomable kindness, he has even supplied people with the very breath that they would then turn around and use to curse his name. Now that, I believe, should give us pause. Now, I record this, not having my difficult neighbor saga uh, with any resolution. The morning of the 5th, I picked up probably 10 burnt out fireworks uh, in my front yard. 
uh, several pieces of debris that were strewn all over in front of the house. Uh, and that doesn't even include uh, the amount of rockets that were laying up on my roof. But I picked it up and headed off to the office. You know, maybe your struggle has uh, been going on for years. And you are so entrenched in bitterness and hard feelings that you're not even sure where to go from here. Can I just encourage you? Uh, brother, sister, listening, uh, start today. You know, the Lord's mercies are new every morning and your mercy can be new every morning. If there's any been any wrong on your part, you know, ask the Lord and your neighbor for forgiveness. Now, keeping in mind that your neighbor may not receive it well, but we have to remember that this person that's living next to you is, a, is an image bearer of God. And when we stand before Christ and give an account of our lives, what I don't want to have to say is, well, I would have been godlier toward them and I would have had a greater concern for their soul if they weren't always taking up the street parking and letting their dog bark all night long. See, it sounds ridiculous when you put it in those terms. And even as I record this, I'm praying for, for wisdom and for a change of heart, uh, not only for my neighbor, but for me as well. Uh, this is probably an unsatisfying conclusion uh, to this recording. Uh, after all, I'm still trying to figure out to what extent of, of lawful measures could or should be taken. Uh, what is the next appropriate step? You know, who knows what God will do with me and who knows what God will do with my neighbor. Uh, but for as long as we share offense, I'm committing to honor Christ, to show kindness, and to pray for my difficult neighbor. Maybe you could do the same. This has been the Chorus in the Chaos bonus episode. Lord bless you.